0: Hey, welcome to the Recappers Podcast. I'm Todd.
1: And I'm Nat. Todd, we did it, man. We finished up the season. Last game, game six of the finals. I mean, one of us was right about who was going to win and how many games. (laughs) The other one wasn't. But we finished. Milwaukee wins. World champions, congrats to Milwaukee. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about game six, analyze and recap what happened. What's our saying, Todd?
0: We're the Recappers for a reason.
1: Well, yeah, we, there we go. We, we're going to recap this. We're going to talk about it. We got some things to look forward to during the off season. You ready, Todd?
0: Let's do it. Let's go. All right. So NBA clinching game, game six. Bucks end up on top, win the or win the championship. Giannis Finals MVP. What were your thoughts after watching uh, Game Six? And
1: I mean, we talked about it. I did not expect Milwaukee to lose this this game until I said we said it on the last episode. I think we both agreed yeah. with it that Milwaukee was going to probably win this game, and we'd be very surprised if the Suns were to force a Game Seven. Milwaukee just figured out how to win. They won four in a row, and they they honestly just outplayed the Suns. Like, dude, think about how far we've got we've come. Like, first couple games of the season, or first couple games of the series, we were like, "Dang, the Suns are unstoppable." Devin Booker's just yeah. going off, and I even said I was like, "I don't know how Milwaukee's going to turn it around," but I said I still think they're going to win the series. And actually, the series went exactly the way I thought it would. They, I mean, after after game two, I said they were going to win both those games at home. They're going to come back and win game five on the road and then go back and win game six at home, which they ended up doing. So that was a great call by me. But I said it after game two. I was like, I don't know how this is going to happen. Like, I don't know how they're going to turn it around because the Suns were just playing great basketball. And game six, like, was a dominant performance by, by Giannis, by literally everyone on the Bucks. man. Like, Giannis, like, legit, I mean... There have been times where I've criticized you, Giannis, but the way you shot free throws this game six is what was the difference. Like you guys play you played defense super well. You you were all over the court. Like no you didn't get much help. Giannis didn't get much help this game. He had seventeen from Middleton, twelve from Drew Holiday, sixteen from Bobby Portis, but he had fifty. And fourteen rebounds, he had five blocks. And he dominated in every aspect. Like, he just, like, every time, you know, the Suns would start, like, doing something, start to come back a little bit, the would continuously just make a play, make a block, do something that affected the game. And honestly, like, the only thing that kept the Suns in it for most of the time was Chris Paul, who I didn't expect him to play well in game six. He always chokes. He did not choke this game. He played yeah. well. And then Jay Crowder, man. Jay Crowder had a couple times where he was guarded by Bobby Portis. He didn't shoot super well, but he was like driving by Bobby, Bobby Portis, laying it in getting fouled. Like Jay Crowder almost willed his team to a victory. And that's not a good sign when Jay Crowder is your best player. Cause Devin Booker did not play well this game. DeAndre Ayton did not play well this game. He was in foul trouble throughout the game as well. Like Cameron Payne had a couple good plays, but he doesn't play. He didn't play enough minutes cause Chris Paul was playing super well. It's just, it just a weird game. And, Honestly, like it was a Milwaukee style game. That's how you knew they were gonna win. Like the Suns weren't dominating. Like how many times has Devin Booker struggled, and then the Suns win? That like that like doesn't happen. And he struggled again. And Drew Holiday started to get to him. And Drew Holiday himself did, did not have a good series. But what he did do well was play defense and make timely plays. And I think that was the difference. The Suns didn't make the timely plays in the four games they lost, and the Bucks did. Giannis MVP. Um I agree with it. I like after this st- after game 6 performance, I don't think he can go with anyone else. Like he single-handedly won this game and he single-handedly yeah. won game 3. He also um just was there throughout the whole series. Like he was he was finals MVP. I know CJ McCollum tweeted that Chris Middleton should get some votes, but after game 6, no, nah, Chris Middleton's getting no votes. Like unanimous decision for Giannis. And I'm happy for the Bucks, man. I'm happy for Giannis. There's been a lot of parades a lot of videos circulating on social media of them winning and you know, their celebrations. And it's funny. It's good to see like a wholesome guy win. Cause like as much as you probably like don't care for the bucks, like Giannis has always been a dude who's just like, who loves basketball, who kind of like doesn't do anything really wrong. To be honest with you, he just plays basketball and keeps his mouth shut. Maybe he, he mugs a little bit too much and like gets annoying cause he dunks on dudes and like, you know he's kind of a baby sometimes when he, you know when um who dunked on him, Hazonia dunked on him, and yeah. like stared him down and then like you know he's a little bit of a baby about it, but that's his pride. You know he doesn't want to be embarrassed and he got a little bit embarrassed by Hazonia, but I'll say this like I'd rather have Giannis's career than Hazonia's. You know, um, yeah. but no one no one hates Giannis, so I'm happy for the Bucks and it's nice to see a team that like persevered through it, didn't form a super team, win it. Either one of these teams whoever won was gonna be a good championship and I'm glad I'm glad the Bucks won it. I'm happy for them.
0: Yeah, that's kinda how I feel, especially uh just to kinda relay on like, you know, Giannis as a person. It's really cool that like when I started watching all this stuff like after it, like him going to like Chick fil A and stuff, it's like you don't realize like how small of a town like Milwaukee is and for how like kind of big he's become like as a player. Um and you have to think like how many how many teams In the last like ten years, like they're all big market teams. Oh, I guess like the Mavs aren't like a huge market, but I mean Golden State, Miami, L.A. Like these are all like huge markets. Like Milwaukee is so small. So for them to the Mavs, uh, the Mavs market
1: is bigger than Milwaukee's.
0: But yeah, 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 for sure.
1: They're all like pretty big. Yeah, Toronto is the only. Oh, San Antonio, I guess. Yeah, San Antonio, Toronto, and Milwaukee, and the Mavs are are smaller. Toronto's still pretty
0: big though. Yeah, but they're not like a big basketball like market, you know? Yeah, true. But yeah, exactly. So and like, you know, you start to watch like and then we we talked about this like the comparison between like between like the Suns players and like the Bucks players, and you have players like Giannis and, and uh Chris Middleton who just seem like so humble that it's like you can't uh not be happy for them when uh when they win and you know is this like for Giannis is this like one of the best clinching performances for a finals that you can remember like in the last like 20 years or not longer
1: I'd say so like I can't think of someone who's than, gone off like that you don't get much better than 50
0: 14 couple assists and yeah five blocks five I don't blocks. know how much
1: I can get better than that
0: yeah I can't think of anybody who's actually done that in an actual clinching game and we yeah we, we talked about this like After the Suns won those two games and I, you know, I picked the Suns in six, I was feeling really good about that. I thought you picked the Suns in four. Yeah. Well, I I had to just like picking (laughs) the Knicks. I had to do it for the culture, you know. But, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I was going to surprise that. I mean, I was surprised about how bad that the Sun or how bad the Bucks looked essentially after like game, sorry, how bad the Suns looked after game three. Um, you know, we're looking at some of the other players. You talk about, you know, Jay Crowder as like their second option, and you talk about someone like Bridges. Like Bridges did nothing after Game Two, and uh, for what I mean, that was kind of like a huge difference maker in the other series that Bridges would have great games. And you know, you can count on DeAndre Ayton and Booker for scoring a lot, but I just feel like they were so inconsistent for like how well they played game the first two games, and. The series kind of felt similar to that Nets series, where the Nets just, or uh, the Bucks just looked so bad against the Nets those first few games, and they came back one two, and then it was like a brand new series, and that's how it felt for this. But you know, we both knew that if the Bucks were to win Game Five, that we'd probably think they'd wrap it up in Game Six.
1: Yeah, I mean, give credit to Milwaukee, though. I mean, yeah, the Suns looked. Really bad from games three and through six, but I think it was a lot of like the banks not really adjustments, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I think I said, they made adjustments. Yeah, they they ran them off the three point line. I mean, last game they shot six for what 20? The, the, yeah, the Suns, six or I don't think they shot better than 30% from three in any game from three through six, like they. The, the Bucks like, made it hard on them, made them, like, play their game instead of the Suns just getting comfortable and doing whatever they wanted to do, which they did on games one and two. They they yeah. made them play Bucs-style basketball, like, ground-and-pound, nitty-gritty type of game. And the the Bucks are definitely in charge when that happens. When they can give the ball to Giannis to go to work and create, when Chris Middleton is hitting and he can just, like, have a fluid shot and, and find his own groove. And then like on the other on the other end making Booker work on defense and then work on offense and Chris Paul getting a little bit there's a lot of times where Chris Paul was getting exposed on defense because of his size Yeah, he was. series. Um and like when you do that consistently and like grind it out, like it's gonna bother a team. And as I said, running running them through off the three point line is the biggest deal. Like there's no Mikel Bridges had what, twenty seven points game two?
0: and yeah it was in yeah he was like incredible those first two games and, and I think he had like three games where he had single digits
1: yeah and after that you think he just disappeared and just like started sucking no it's honestly because the Bucks like we're like all right we're not gonna let them just get open shots because the first couple games Giannis was like as I said he was like contesting but not contesting it's like when you're closing out on a shooter and you like put your hand up to kind of like make it seem like you're trying to get in their way but you're really making no attempt to block it like that that's literally what he was doing, and then after that, he's he's not letting him do that. How many times, have, dude? Kel Bridges, you're gonna have like Giannis in your nightmares for like your career. You got like stuff so many times by him. Two of them yeah. chased down pin blocks. Another one yeah. in transition where he just swatted. I think it was called a goaltend, but still, like even when you seen that video, the viral video, you still think the, about it by the Supreme, the dude who's like yeah. when LeBron does a chase down block and he like goes up and the dude, <laughs> this guy comes up and pins it. And then yeah. he like is like joking around after the play. He like, goes up and LeBron like, pins it. And then it's like calling timeout. He's like, hey, coach, can I, can I got you to lay up real quick? And he's like on the other side, like just like in the huddle. And he comes and pins it. It's like, that's literally Mikel Bridges and Giannis. Like he was just uh, like, even the fact that Giannis was, was able to get there every time. Like that's in your head. And that was is. in his head. You know what I'm saying? Like every time, if that's, if that keeps happening. That's in your head, man. And and the bugs got into the head of the of the Suns and I love it. Yeah, I mean it, look
0: at uh yeah, I mean look at Booker. Booker went 0 for seven and for threes in game six. I mean like I don't know if I've seen Booker. I don't know the last time he's shot seven threes and didn't make one.
1: He struggled. Booker struggled the last couple games. I mean he, he had a good yeah. game five, I think. But he had a lot of bad game and we talked about this actually. We said Chris Middleton Or Devin Booker, like who has had more, like who has had more bad games this postseason? And I told you, I was like, Devin Booker has had more bad games than Chris Middleton, but we talk more about Chris Middleton's because when he's bad, he's like bad, you know? Yeah, he is. He's like six for 24. we, We talked about him. You, you said it. You criticized him more. I'm a big Chris Middleton fan. Huge. I love him. I've always liked him. I've always liked his game. I even called him top 25 player in the league right now I said if he's in a, on a team of his own I think he's top 15 and I stand by that because I think he can win without without like anyone I think he's the best fit for any team in the like he can go on any team and do what he does like doesn't sacrifice well, I think the end of
0: anymore. that uh I think the end of the Haw- that Hawks series definitely proved that yeah like for what you're saying because I mean he uh When Giannis went down, I I I was nervous that they weren't maybe going to make that uh, to win that series, and he carried them
1: exactly. What I'm saying is like Chris Middleton, he had some bad games this postseason, but he only had like three or four of them, and we talked about that and like put him under a microscope about that. But Devin Booker honestly had like seven or eight bad games this postseason. We didn't talk about it, you know, until the finals. You know, yeah. Plus, like, so, Chris
0: Middleton does, like, a lot of stuff that you don't really see on a stat sheet. I feel like he's a pretty good defender. Mm-hmm. And he you is. look at, like, Booker's, and he just scores. Like, he doesn't really have, like, a lot of other additional, like, stats that go along with it. Yeah, Chris Middleton's a pretty good defender. In order, area, I think too. he's, like, a great defender.
1: He can run a point guard, too, honestly. Yeah. Um. But um, what I'm saying is I think Chris Middleton is underrated. He had a 40-point game in the finals and won. Um, yeah. I mean, Booker didn't – Booker – I mean, he scored forty, but they didn't win the series. And I would honestly probably rather have Chris Middleton over Devin Booker right now. Like, I'm talking—if you're talking about like starting a team, you got one season to try to win it. Like, I'd probably take Chris Middleton over Devin Booker. But that's obviously. Oh, and you're looking
0: for- looking for players who do two things. So, yeah. like, if you want like a guard, like someone who can score and defend, like I don't know if I can necessarily. I like, think of great, you know, shooting guard defenders. I don't put Booker at the top of that list.
1: Yeah, Devin Booker. I mean, Chris Middleton. Also, the only thing he lacks is, is athleticism. To be real with you, but he defensively yeah. he doesn't need it because he's just very smart, very heady. And offensively, he just finds his spots. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be thrown down these dunks to be effective. He he's effective yeah. because he's just effective. <laughs> he just knows how to do it. Finds his spots. Just makes buckets. I got a question for you, as a since you're a Homer uh, blind Mavs fan. Um, who has bad? Who has a bad taste and thinks that Luka is actually good? Do you think that this championship was more impressive than Dirk's championship? No. That's first question. Second question. Do you think Giannis is better than Dirk? His is is Giannis' legacy at his at this point being twenty six years old, twenty seven years old, better than better than Dirk.
0: Uh, so to answer your first question, no, I think that was like incredible. I feel like. You can't really deny like what Dirk did. Like that team was like the, those three guys during the first like year of that you know big three, and it was like the first of like super teams. And then for them to win two games in Miami, um, I feel like uh you know that Dirk like carried that carried that team, and especially that whole postseason. I think that that run was incredible, was incredible. I don't think Giannis is as bad. Like I don't in comparison. Like they're definitely like close, but like what Dirk did was like you know just like one like you know it's it's that's just it, I don't really I don't know how to else to describe it. It's like like the, the this the uh, the pressure that Dirk had to win or for the Mavs to like go and you know lose two finals in to the Miami, especially for how the big how big of a like stature the big three were. I feel like was more impressive to me. Um, but what do, you, what do you think about that? You already like, know my you answer. You think answer. this one's better? You already know my answer. For, uh, you already know my answer. Like sig- you, you you know, significantly? you you think know
1: significantly. <laughs> Just going <checking>, go ahead.
0: <laughs> you think you think significantly makes a big like it's like like you think or you think it's pretty close?
1: I think Dirk's championship run was was fantastic, but I think we also underrate like like the players that were on the Mavericks. Like okay, Jason Kidd's a Hall of Famer. You know, obviously he wasn't at the level of, like, where he, like, you know, was going to, he's, you know, obviously, like, he he was a little bit washed at the time, but he was still a productive player and, you know, was honestly playing the best basketball's career that season. If you look back at the stats, like, he had a really good season, like, comparable with his best seasons. And then if you look at um, Sean Marion, that was in the prime of Sean Marion, really good Sean Marion. Um, Tyson Chandler. Is also, was also all star. Sean Marion was also an all star caliber player. Like he had like three arguable all stars around him. I think we demean it because you know he was who he was playing against. Like Dirk obviously did a lot that season. But if you look at the stat line, yeah. but think Dirk-
0: about the whole, band like the whole run though, I mean, you think like they played like the Blazers, who had like a pretty good team, and then opening round they swept the Lakers, who had Kobe and Powell. They play they they beat the the Thunder with. The big, those three, the big, like yeah. young big three no, and the fight and the I, heat. I feel like the run was better.
1: I don't disagree that. I mean, I think this run was pretty good for the Bucks. They, they beat the defending Eastern conference champions
0: in, in the heat. Yes. Yeah, I, I just didn't think the heat were that good. So I kind of yeah. felt like that was like a, I think the Nets thing is impressive. Like, yeah. Then they Nets, had to beat the like, Nets. The one they that... had to
1: beat the, the Nets one was really tough. I mean, talk about yeah. beating a team and being down two zero in that series. Having to come back and win that. And yeah. That's pretty impressive. And then having to beat a, a Hawks team without their best player. Um, where, you know, and with the, yeah, I just think that was impressive without Giannis having to win that. And then going on to beat this team, this Suns team that was playing confidently, going down 2 0 and coming back and winning that. I think it's, I mean, you can go either way with this. But I think, I'll say this I think that. Giannis' was more – this one was more impressive because of being down 2-0 and having your back against the wall so many times. The Heat one, like, to me – Yeah, but it was almost down
0: 2-0, though. Huh? That was almost down 2-0, though, if they didn't win game two. Like, they were, like, down so much in game two for the Mavs.
1: Yeah, but they didn't go down 2-0, though.
0: (laughs) You know? Yeah.
1: If they did, this would be different. And also, you know, it is impressive beating that super team the first year the super team was together – um it was like, you know, it was impressive, don't get me wrong. But I think I think Giannis's run and I think the way they did it, like in terms of being down two oh, having their back against the wall, and having these like miraculous performances every game from their studs, like does it for me. Plus hating the Mavericks also helps with that. The, yeah. the, the, <laughs> but you can go either way I with mean, it. I think I think the Bucks run was was magical though, like, don't get me wrong. Like and I do think the Mavs run was was very good as well because of the caliber of the teams they had to face. But I'm not. I'm going to say this: the Bla- that Blazers team never did anything. Like they were never good. Like they were good and they have they're good on paper, but they were never they never materialized the team that we expected them to be. They underperformed their their entire time together as a team. The Lakers were on their way out. Like they were they were not good anymore. Um, yeah. And so I'll say that. And then the the impressive ones were beating a young Oklahoma city thunder team that was still like, that was on the rise. Like if they would have been the year yeah, after went to the final,
0: it went to the finals next year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it, like I said, if it would have been the year after, like another year under their belt, they would have been better uh, and more equipped for it. So that was, that was impressive beating a young Oklahoma city thunder team and then beating obviously a, a younger um, heat team that we pl- were playing together for the first year. That's impressive. Like, don't get me wrong, but this this Bucks team. Yeah, I was, guess was,
0: was was honestly just as. E- I mean, go either way, either way you want. Like, I'll take the yeah, championship either yeah. way, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you could probably argue it both ways. But to answer your second question, so either, even though I think Dirk's run was better, I think overall, uh, Giannis will be a, is a better player now than like. But I think Giannis will be top ten all time. And I don't I know, think Dirk's, I don't Dirk's 10, with top ten you. all time.
1: I don't disagree with you. Look at mm-hmm. look what then like this is the thing that we top never talk- time.
0: No, no, I don't think I don't think he is top ten, top fifteen. But I think he um uh, right now, but he won't like when every what when about player's top? careers Okay, are done. okay. Do you think he finishes like within our like? I think he finishes venue? top twenty five. Okay,
1: okay. At least you're not that blind. I have some people telling me that Dirk's top ten all time.
0: I mean, they look. I, I think as far as like power forwards, he's like. I mean, if you think like top ten, like top ten power forwards all time, like where does he fit in, like? He's not better than Duncan, but he's better than, like, you know, the Barclays. And I think the championship makes him better than Carmelo. Malone. But I don't think it, like, for as good as Carmelo Malone is. But I, I don't think he's top 15. Because you think, like, you know, in 10 years from now, you're going to think, of who's in your top 15? You know, Kobe, LeBron, MJ. In that order. Curry. <laughs> <laughs> it's well we should do yeah, we really need to do an episode is Kobe Barrel and LeBron. <laughs> <Bad> but <enough. laughs> yeah, I mean, you think of, like Curry will probably be in there. Durant will probably be in there. Giannis so you have to really, like add these players. Giannis will be in there now. I think about it, like that's what we were talking about in the beginning of this pl- these playoffs. Like I feel like Giannis is get approaching that point if he wants to be like an all time great that he had to start win he had to win a championship like in these next couple of years. Because he's getting to the point where it's like you're gonna be a dirk. Remember how much like Crap! Dirk got for just years after winning a championship, and then like he won a championship, and then like no one cared after that. Like well, you just have he to win sucked. one.
1: <laughs> well, I mean the Mavs
0: kind of tanked. The Mavs kind of tanked his career. I think Dirk could have like left to go somewhere, and he would have had a shot at winning another one.
1: Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, it comes down to championships too. I mean, I mean to answer my own question, like I think Giannis is way better than Dirk, and I I, I agree with you. Like Dirk
0: will probably go down as probably top like thirty all time. Yeah, but but even like but, Giannis, like I mean, he could be top five all the time. You think about that stat they showed at the end of the game that only Akeem, MJ, and Giannis are the three guys to win Finals MVP, MVP, and Defensive Player de- Defensive Player of the Year. That's just incredible.
1: Yeah, and that's the reason right there. What you just said that I pick Giannis over Dirk right now, um, because he he's more really, He plays defense. He plays defense, dude. Yeah, Dirk. Dirk never played defense in his career. And I think that's the main reason his like Giannis does everything, man. Like there's not one thing that Giannis can do except uh, can't do except hit threes very well. He can he can still knock it down decently. There's a difference between not being able to shoot and like not being able to not being allowed to shoot. Like Giannis is more one of those guys who's not really allowed to shoot and not super confident. But he's not Ben Simmons where he doesn't even pull. Like he'll still pull. Yeah. And then free throw wise, like, you know, he's like a 64 percent free throw shooter career. Like he's not that bad. Obviously, there are times no. where it are worse than others, but who cares? Can't, like for a player he like him, got out the window because he he hit when he needed to. So <laughs> what does it matter? And for a
0: and for a player like him, it doesn't really matter. I mean, look look at my free throws, Shaq made, and like how great Shaq was.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. I mean, I think
1: I think Giannis will go down as top ten all the time, especially with this championship. And he right now is better. Yeah, than if her.
0: someone even said it, like. I, I don't know, but I don't even necessarily think they're like even really comparable because I don't. I think
1: he, well, they're not like
0: the same. I mean, besides being European, like I don't think they're like you know similar well, players. He, he's
1: power forward. He uh he led he's his team like championship, though. and
0: <laughs> I think he's more comparable, to like LeBron, like yeah, for what I he agree. does.
1: I agree, but he does play power forward right now. Giannis does, but what do you bit. think of
0: power forwards though? Like, is he better than Tim Duncan? Like, you think of like power forwards, I think of like. Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Dirk, Carmelo, yeah, like we're in a Charles positionless, Barkley. we're a
1: positionless basketball league. Because um,
0: now, like Giannis, is, like blends that he's like a small forward, power forward. He's like a LeBron, yeah, type he, of player. He is, but he
1: he he does play primarily power forward in his, in his, on his team. I mean, think about the position wise, like point guard is Drew Holiday, shooting guard is um, Devin Shinzo or PJ Tucker, small for, or you can put you know Chris Middleton small forward shooting guard, PJ Tucker and him interchangeable. He's their small forward and then Brooke Lopez at the center. So he is yeah. like he started every game at power forward this season. And he is he better he is
0: he better than Garnett? Dude, yeah.
1: Do you do you think Dirk's better than Garnett?
0: I think they're kind of like the same. I, I put don't Garnett know if I over even like, I would have to There'd be like one A one B to me. I like think they're Dirk's both worse than Duncan.
1: I think Garnett's better defensively. Defensively? I think Garnett is very similar to Anthony Davis. I'll say that. Pick and pop player, Yeah. Do it all. Kind of do it all and kind of like play defense. Anchor your defense. But Do you take Anthony Davis over Dirk? He has the same amount of championships.
0: Or do you consider Anthony Davis a no. center? No. I consider Anthony Davis a center and Anthony Davis is always hurt. I think okay. injuries like play into like... What if Anthony Davis wins another championship? You take him over Dirk? Yeah. Because two championships, even if you take away like all the Durant stuff, like he Durant, even though know, he played with the Warriors, he still has two rings. Okay, this is content that we're like leaking out that we can use for other episodes. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna stop here. Also, and- <laughs> one more Gian- one more Giannis stat that I didn't even know about until uh like reading through this earlier, but um he also is only joining Kareem and LeBron to win two MVPs before he's 26. So he's. He like there, you'd be like crazy if he thought he was better than Dirk because Dirk Damon went two MVPs. Was, how many players have How many players Kobe did like win Kobe. two MVPs? Yeah, exactly. Like, and like you, when you, I think when you win an MVP and a defensive player of the year, like like Jordan did, you're like an elite group of people.
1: There's very few few players that did that. I don't think Kobe had a defensive player of the year, but he was always first team all defense. Defensive, yeah. And that that still speaks volumes. You have to go to lockdown, and you got to be able to do it all. Like if you want to be one of the greats, and and I don't disagree with you. Um, sounds like you're picking Giannis over uh, over Kobe. Dang, dude, that's crazy.
0: I'm not. I'm not <laughs> picking him over Kobe. <laughs> I'm just I kidding. still think those three those three guys are like in a league of their own. But but how Giannis yeah, in is in the order and you I coach said right? here in the order you said. It, it, it's it's M- MJ, LeBron, Kobe. As much as I as much as I love Kobe. Hey, I will say this: Giannis got me to go and buy his shoes the next morning, so I went and bought a pair. Of I actually like shoes. the smoothie ones that he has. I actually
1: like his shoes in general. I think yeah. they,
0: I think they look nice. They're comfortable. They're comfortable.
1: They look nice. They look good.
0: I like. I, them. I was kind of I was apprehensive about it, but I put them on. I was like, these are actually really nice.
1: Nice. All right, man. Well, once again, this is the end of our episode. Thank you very much for the support as always. Um, look out for more posts on social media. And now this season's over. We still have content that we're gonna be talking about and things we're gonna be talking about, and um, it's fun, man. I mean, good, good. Congrats to the Bucks, good season. Congrats to the Suns, good season as well. There's plenty of things can, that are happening, including rumors. I mean, I hear some things go, brewing in LA right now. Literally, I just thought, I saw it on my phone that Buddy Hield could be going yeah, on the a second. I I'll love that,
0: but so it's yeah. One thing I was gonna add is y- go ahead. Yeah, the, M- the NBA never stops. Like, even though we're done with the season, like there's still going to be so much to talk about. For it's, sure, this is a it's a short and off season. So the draft is next week. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be talking more. We're gonna analyze a couple things. Uh, we're gonna talk about what
1: we expect from the future, and we we hope you guys stick around for it. Anything to add, Todd? Before we
0: we leave? Nope. Just uh, yeah, stay tuned with our uh, our. Um, Instagram post for our upcoming off season content for the NBA. And then as we transition to start talking about, uh, you know, our NFL predictions and recaps. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for support until next. Yep. Until next time.